It's the News Angle, bitch. Welcome back for another episode. This is your boy, D. And it's your girl, CJ. And it's the wicked <laughs> y'all witch in the Midwest. <laughs> Brandy, we're laughing. The wicked witch of the West, no. No, no, the wicked bitch no. of the Midwest. Midwest. Okay, all right. Midwest. All right. Oh, you don't get to claim here. I know you wasn't about to check me about my geography. Oh, oh. You're not going to CJ me. That's well, what you're <laughs> well. And who? Um, you guys, there's some weird stuff happening in the world. Let's start with number one, the most beautiful man in the world being named I can't stay with the laughing. Robert Patterson. Um, Who? Who said? You know that nigga that was like glistening in in all the movies, the vampire movies. Are you speaking of pale face? (laughs) Tasty man. He is so tasty. I'm like, dude. I got. I mean, I'm not trying to sound like one of those people, but I do fucks with white folks. I love me some white folks. I got many a white acquaintance. They have great strong drinks. Some of my best friends are white. That's not a tasty motherfucker. That is a tasty motherfucker. Because out of all my white friends, I've never seen nobody that pale. Right. I mean, so... <laughs> they make fun of him. So I have like, to laugh the because there are so many other people that, again, Brandy's words and my favorite, agreeably attractive or more than that, that exist outside of Robert Pattinson. What I'm about sorry. Aquaman? I, yeah. Okay, how would right. you skip over Mr. Momoa? Oh my they god, they sure did, didn't they? Oh, like, I don't understand that. Like, there's, I mean, there's one, others. Right? Like, I think Helen had named like Idris Elba, like every all kinds of people. Just like a list of different colors and body builds, right. and not that. But <laughs> and here's the thing, I was discussing well, this with Rob. You I know, think it's because, somebody's personal, like. I know, but here, yeah, it should be personal. But here's the thing: so for them to go through this, they like, I think last time they did that with uh, the most beautiful woman. I forget who it was, but I know it was a Caucasian woman, and I just laughed because no, the no, no, it was it was it was one of the Hadid sisters. Uh, I forget their names, but I know the last name. Um, and then Beyonce was second because I guess they they measuring it, and we all know these are going off of. Eurocentric standard. That's what I was gonna get at. The computer has Eurocentric oh, data. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, because that's, like, if you that's why the algorithm, the algorithm is white. I'm thinking it's like somebody who votes. Like, oh, I think this person looks. No, they so use a, a computer-generated algorithm to funny, figure out symmetry. Funny that you mentioned that because I just have you. Do you watch the show Explain? Sometimes I haven't seen very so many. They were talking about um, coding and how. There's a lack of people who code in the African American right. society, and um, that's why the algorithm is fucked up. Yeah, because we don't really, it's all put it's knowledge into it's all it's all in just a like a database. It's so a it's trickle like down effect. Take, it's a trickle down effect. So if you we need some black folks to have some shit to trickle down into this algorithm, I think that's why. You know why it's not happening though. Because we live in a food desert and an education desert. So, like, meanwhile, while my kids in our neighborhood are getting iPads at middle school assigned to them, each child, each child I didn't gets get one. an iPad assigned to me until I was 30 years old and worked right. at a major Right, in each child. And then high school, too. But meanwhile... <laughs> While we have neighborhoods like that, there there are black neighborhoods and other brown neighborhoods where they can't even have a single computer in a classroom. That's the difference. The more you keep keep those educational deserts happening, the less we're even going to have political seats. And as much as I don't trust our goddamn government and a lot of other stuff, locally, it would be nice to have more black mayors and and more uh, black cops and just things like that. But yeah, the getting away from it, getting too political. Yeah, when you don't have what Amanda Seals likes to call a Jamal the intern. <laughs> That's my favorite that thing that she says. Yeah. I love that so much because it was just relatable. When you don't have at least one black person to keep it real with you and be like, hey, you know we don't all I mean, feel like, way, like right? she was saying about all those little fashion brands that didn't have Jamal the intern and let all those crazy fashion things come about. That was absolutely culturally fucking Listen, fucked up. Taking all the HBCU shit, mixing it with masonry shit, and then being like, sorry, we didn't know. And I'm like, I'm kind of over everyone not fucking knowing. Mm. Speaking of, speaking of which, 
great segue fashion cultural appropriation jeffree star is again in the fucking media with his bullshit um a, a, a little while Jeffrey ago. Star for those who don't know. Oh, Jeffree Star is a moi, a makeup artist. <laughs> <laughs> I always laugh when people are like, oh, I didn't know what that hey, moi was. I think he was just here in Vegas. Yeah, he, he was in Vegas. I saw him. You saw him? Oh, you actually know him? him? Are you, no, I saw him. Are you him. more valid as a gay now? Because Jesus, <laughs> you don't know Jeffree Star. No, seriously. No, I so, saw him. He was walking like Seth Shane. I was like, hey. I know. I've seen you. So is your hair still pink? No, it's blonde. But so a little while ago, he just got dragged for having dreads in his hair, like locks in his hair. Yeah. What do you Um, guys feel about that? I want to know. Okay. Well, I'll give you no way. I'll give D's opinion. It doesn't really matter what anybody's hair is. Let people have their hair. um, No. No. You want to know what I'm gonna say? You know what I'm saying? I got fucking time. (laughs) <laughs> nobody can make their fucking hair. I don't got time for that shit. You know what I now, learned? I don't want to police anyone's hair. Costume. If you're doing it as a costume and you're poking fun, I got a fucking problem. But if you think you're looking good and you like doing this shit as a style, I appreciate that, actually. And thank you. Well, That's I guess I it depends. It depends because now he's he just got dragged for that and then this but don't the say other day he he did cornrows and just got dragged for it twice in like within a couple of weeks. You know what I'm saying? No. Oh, I think I don't think that's cool. Well, the here's the problem. He has called like black people out of their names with the N word in the past. It, which is hey, why granted, it's a hot issue. Past, oh. like, right, right. That's the thing. Like right there. Wait a minute, wait a minute. To play devil's advocate, we are talking like two thousand eight past. Apparently he said he hasn't Felt that way. He apologized for it. Apologies to the genuine. Blah blah woo woo. And I, I'm careful with that because we get into this cancel culture where, you know, someone could take the shit I've said on this triangle and 15 years from now I'll be like, well, Brandy said it's easy to do that with anybody, right? But mm-hmm. sticking on the main thing of the main thing, I think it's easy for someone who, again, is not a person of color or a woman of color to say, yeah, let people wear their hair how they want. And uh, that's why I think it's easy for D or people like D or black men that don't seem to be up in arms when Kim Kardashian and them have their boxer braids or things like that. They're <laughs> just like, oh yeah, let people wear their hair how they want. Meanwhile, I'm up in arms when Kim Kardashian says a she oh, boxer braids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, you ain't making this no. shit up. That's Meanwhile, what I have a problem. Those of if us you want to wear it, I don't see a no. problem. As long as you those wear of us it, that get criticized for it. Wait, wait, you guys are talking over each other. Nobody can hear you when you do that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you don't wear it. Oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, these done. You gave us a few. That's done. Uh, <laughs> your face D but no okay so here's the thing I think I, I understand what D's saying like if you are doing it out of uh, doing it in a respectful way which is would be appreciation like I'm wearing cornrows but I know that they're called cornrows and not boxer breaks right that's what D's saying right just I get wait, that. I, I'm saying wear it and shut the fuck up don't comment if somebody asks you where you get from I just did my hair today then just shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? I like understand it because... Don't get into the whole historical... Just, I did my hair. Somebody did my hair. I like this. Let that well, be that. Because think... we don't do that when, when a black woman straightened her hair. Oh, I did um, a flippy-do. Because back in the day, in England, they called this a flippy-do. No, you just do your fucking hair. I know, you but know here's saying? the thing. Here's the thing, though. But we don't get to wear that to go to job interviews. That's the problem. That's right. the problem. But at the same time, but I understand that, but... yeah. I'm not talking about, okay, so you have the Kardashians on one end. They can wear whatever the fuck they want and do right. what the fuck they want. If a, let's just say a run-of-the-mill white woman were to walk in into a job interview with cornrows, mm-hmm. I think she might have this very similar issue. Like, what, bitch, what the fuck? But, I think, you know what I mean? Like, a similar issue? I don't think so. And I think this not goes a, to a similar point. issue in the same way, but I think no. they would be like, that's not professional. I that's think, what they would tell her. Right. And is it okay? Little... No. No, because I don't even think they would do that much. Because at the end of the day, your hair outside of these little braids, that's you. At the end of the day, your hair outside of these braids still fits the standard. So (laughs) it's not even it's not even the same thing. It's it's totally not the same thing, like at all. I think it's triggering for some people. um, Not the same thing, but I think it's triggering for some people of color when you see somebody with something that's traditional for you that you've been bashed for, that you've been called ghetto for, that it's been called ugly on you, and then somebody else does it and nobody says anything or feels away. It's just another reminder that, hey, even you wearing your hair in a natural style for you isn't good enough. 
that does not feel good. And it's not something a lot That's of men of color though. that don't have their hair out a lot are going to understand because if you're used to a Caesar, okay, it's a different ball game if you have dreads or if you wear cornrows all the time. And then Billy comes in looking like Justin Timberlake circa 2000 whatever when he did his <laughs> cornrows. And it's kind of like, what? what the fuck is really going on here? Because I don't get that same thing. Like CJ mentioned reporting, like we are just now getting laws passed so people don't discriminate us against us wearing our hair how we wear it. It's never been the style. It's been who it's on. It's been that texture and who is on. So I'll be damned if you get to do this shit and nobody says shit, drag his ass. Drag him. (laughs) I think those are two different arguments because at the same time, it's like, of course, you know what I'm saying? If you have somebody that's able to get away with it and you've been bashed for it, that's something that's a totally different argument. And to me, I completely agree with you when it comes to that. But just for the second argument, you have two different people that walk into a building, <laughs> one black, one white. They both have cornrows. Mm-hmm. I don't got time. It's say if it's a social event. They at but yard house. I guess I know, <laughs> I'm not checking the yard, yard house. house. I mean, I'm not gonna though. stop well, every single non-POC no, person. No, you're not gonna stop them, but like take a picture and be like, look at this shit. Yeah. I might do that much. <laughs> I might be that petty. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop them while they're eating like stop taking that fucking picture. <laughs> I mean, I would. I'd be like, look at this shit. I'm about to put up, um, what is that? I What's her name? Milano's fucking bre- boxer braids from a few years ago because I found it on FB. Oh, we'll be posting that later with all the I black mean, people reacting. Know, you know it's a thing because this is even why it ends up in the news when you have like these runway shows that, that you Paris Fashion Week and they have on, you know, braided wigs and they're oh saying, Oh my God. Come the Garcons fucked up. The, they yeah. fucked up. They're like, they're saying all this stuff of what they appreciated and, and where they're saying it came from. So like, we're just, we bought, what did they say? Inspiration from the Egyptian kings and right. something else. And you're still not understanding, even with you saying all that, how about do us a solid? How about make everybody that has that style black? How about that? But see, and they come to their zones and understand that this comes back to, because that's a Japanese brand. I don't know if y'all know that. Did you know? Which one? Come to Garçon. The ones who did the, oh, really? the, the one that wigs. sounds Japanese as fuck. So that comes down to like the whole the, the Japanese culture is weird because it's such a homogeneous country, just like Korea or you know what I mean. So we've talked is about how they did like comme de garçon. Yeah, it's like a high end brand, like their sneakers. It is French, but it's a Japanese brand. Oh, <laughs> oh, whoa. I, but like I they didn't understand that that would be offensive. Just like they didn't understand that when they did uh driving mrs daisy and that driver they black faced him this is last year like it's not funny but i'm laughing what i do, what i mean is they do not understand <laughs> the cultural <laughs> part of that, that. I'm, so, I'm just laughing at, again no this goes back <laughs> to what we just said 10 minutes ago this is what happens when you don't have a jamal the intern right because y'all decide in these exactly. meetings and in these media meetings exactly. hey you know what's a good look because this goes through a process before it manifests so yes. the fact that every it step does. of the way everybody said two thumbs up this is a good look but here's the, the thing fuck? In Japan, there would be no Jamal the intern. There's only Takashi everywhere. Oh, no, I hear you. But, you know? You know, <laughs> no. that makes sense, but we're not going to act like these motherfuckers don't have the money to fly a Jamal the intern. But the, the see, that's not, a that's a cultural out of sight, thing. Out of mind, though. Dwayne from a mind. different world got flown overseas so he could finish his <laughs> That's a show. <laughs> he had <his> job. <laughs> We're not so going to make excuses for why people can't hire somebody. But here's the thing. It's not like America where like all these different backgrounds of people all speak English. In Japan, nobody really speaks English unless you work in that sector. You know what I'm saying? So if you're in a business in Japan, everybody speaks Japanese because 99% of those people are Japanese. They're slowly incorporating a Doesn't lot more foreigners in there. Japanese? Does what? Doesn't D speak Japanese? D kind of does. He, yeah, that's different because he, Oh my God. He's still doing great. Oh my gosh. He's still doing great. But that's what I mean, though. So my but, point is they're out there. I, I hear everything CJ's about to say. Yeah. They're out there. Because I don't think it's... Hearing stuff like what she's saying, which is all true, by the way, so I'm not disagreeing with everything she's laying out, mm-hmm. I, but I, it's easy for me to process that and hear, like, oh, it's just more convenient to do this. It's easier to do this. Well, no, I, it's, I don't think it's convenient. It's, like it's not convenient. There is, there is not a Jamal 
who wants to go intern in Japan that speaks Japanese fluently so is what I'm saying. In, we don't know nutshell, that. That's my thing. Nutshell, Somebody could be out there. No, Somebody could be out the there. The it's day. a matter of finding them. It is literally a matter of finding them. Making the excuse. I want you to put flames in this section. They they not out there. They are out there. It's just a matter of finding them. I'm pretty sure they blew their fucking minds when they found out a slave could read and write. And they found these slaves could read and write. Oh no. How easy is it to find that? They're fucking out. Wait, hold on, hold on. Let's see what you gotta say. Hold on. At the end of the day, I think the problem is when it comes to stuff like that is you don't know what you don't know. So if you don't know, that's what I mean. Exposure. How would you know that this is offensive to somebody? How could this possibly be offensive if you don't know? You see what I'm uh, saying? You that's don't what know. I mean. Like, it's a homogeneous entire, This entire country of people. Okay. Do you know what's offensive in Russia? Right. That's what I'm saying. That's a, they it's don't understand that it's not. offensive. They don't understand. Begin with. So it's like, I don't know what offends Russian people. You think you might know. And you would take all your common sense that you right. know as being I American. Think the like, three okay, of us, our common Russia, sense would be like, before we put out this product, let's make sure we talk to somebody Russian right, who's but, lived in that fucking country. Even, put, if it takes, even if it takes it writing on who you spoke getting to. someone on the phone. But you it can't take our understanding of culture and put it on another culture, because that's what right. you're doing. I'm not saying we can do that. I'm just saying I'm sick of giving people excuses for shit. I don't think it's an excuse. I really think that these, because here's the opposite on the end of it, because they understand it when it's their culture being taken. You know what I mean? Because they see it. So, for example, Kim Kardashian trying to come out with the kimono lingerie line, they That's were up in fuck. arms. They were up in arms in Japan. I shit you not, because I watched it on the Japanese channel. It made it all the way back to Japan because it has something to do with their culture. So what they understood is that Kim Kardashian, some fucking foreign celebrity, was going to put out lingerie that didn't look like real kimonos, and they were fucking upset about it. But that's because they understand what kimono is. They don't understand. Do you what think we it was thought. a combination of that and her influence? Because if it was someone else that didn't have the influence, but see, here's the here's the tricky part. Nobody knows who Kim Kardashian is over there. When they interview the people on the street, I'm talking about her influence here. Because at the end of the day, yeah, her shit was going to go international, but her influence and her pull a lot of times is mm -hmm. here. So see, I could be up in arms with with this because at the end of the day, America, as much as I don't like it we still like push a lot of shit. I don't feel like we're like well, the number one influencer, but in some ways we are, even though I think that's crazy, especially in movies when China just blows us out the box office water with what they can like invest when they start mm -hmm. watching movies. But I think if I'm looking at it like this, why would I attack Kim for this? Well, one, you're a celebrity. Celebrities have influence celebrities have pool and even if not one person ever 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 in japan knows who kim is everybody over here in a lot of other countries know right who they do and i don't want them thinking that this is what this stands for that's what that is because i think if that's it was so where was, kenji, where was kenji the intern when kim put her shit, shit. <laughs> no literally no, literally. That's what I'm saying, though. But so, what I'm saying, what D is saying, and what I'm saying is, somebody on Kim's team, everybody in the U.S., nobody really gave a shit about it at first, except for the Asian Americans that were here that were Japanese. They should have. But nobody did. That's what I mean. They they didn't understand the word kimono had a different meaning in another culture. Right, because to us. Or to, the, or to them, Dude, they're like, you oh, guys wear kimonos kimono. every day. Shirt, shirt, or you, you go Something to the you store. Wear every day. It's not a big well, you deal. You know what? That's but. look. That's me thinking like CJ because that was me having a CJ moment. Like, how the fuck could you not know? We grew up overseas. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Right so here's the thing. So if you go to Target, can you not buy a fucking kimono cover up? It's not a kimono, but we call it kimonos, right? True. I don't shop at Target. <laughs> no, like you know what I'm saying though. The kimono oh, yeah. cover up, it's a jacket. They call it a kimono. It's not a fucking kimono. <laughs> I'm so done. These guys. Dimitri, you know what? Dimitri's impression is everything. <laughs> the way she I need you to cut that up and put it in something. But no, for oh, real though. Like so, like people buy what they call kimono here. If you took that shit to Japan, it would not writ like it wouldn't be okay. Right. But you're you guys have not heard anybody right. say anything about those tops. 
I have a problem with them naming it kimono because it's not a kimono. I'm sure right. that if my, like all my mom sees is a fucking cover-up jacket, but all those long sleeve see-through things are called kimonos here. Target, Burlington, wherever you go. I never felt like those see-through ones counted. Because <laughs> you're not like, Japanese. I'm like, those aren't like, I wouldn't consider not that kimonos. something. They're kimonos. It upsets yeah, exactly. me though. I don't consider that. A kimono. I'm like, I don't think that's authentic. That's what it is. I'm like, I don't feel like that's authentic. Okay, but see, that's what we just said about the Japanese people not understanding black culture and American culture. Yeah, it's not offensive to you. We're saying this from a consumer aspect. I'm saying I wish there had of. Now I get why there wasn't. Right. I'm saying I wish there had been. Since you're not thinking from a consumer aspect, but you want consumers, you're thinking from a big business aspect, from a fashion brand. Right, right, right. You want people to buy your shit somebody somewhere somebody somewhere but there's not one single brand that doesn't have a kimono on their repertoire not one like which should word. be which should be a problem so here's my thing where was that same energy for Kim with anybody that's selling kimono? But they don't. There, there isn't Exactly, because this comes back to who's hot at the moment and who has that influence, and Kim does. Because for decades, everybody been over here half-assing kimono. Where's the but same that's what I mean, though. It's been crazy. Let's see, if you, it's just like all the other, like Halloween <laughs> costumes. I don't know what D is doing. I think he's going to get up and start dancing. Well, Y'all are not watching this on YouTube. And I was like, snatch a motherfucker place with your <laughs> Like, I love that word. Like, do a motherfucker with your hey, hey. <laughs> I can't. I think I need to calm them now. Y'all know, well, you know what? We're going to be right back. We just need to take a quick break. And then we'll be back for like 10 minutes. Let me, let me stop on that. Check out, check it out. Okay. Yeah, we're back. You ain't uh, shit, Brandy. Uh, Brandy and D be popping off in between uh, our breaks and shit too. So I'm just, I'm just gonna go right in. Um, so, so we we gonna go past our last topic and get into this next one. How about um. What a little bit of Dwayne Wade and his daughter. Jeezy um, paying LeBron or playing Dwayne Wade. Looking at <laughs> oh my God, I'm done. So, so the news is that Dwayne and Gab's uh, kid is now transgendered female. And yes. I think he went on the Ellen show too, right? Her name is Stress. Already? Damn. What's her name? I can't remember her name. Her name I don't is know. Uh, Dwayneka? No. I saw a post that Gabrielle post. She Gabrielle posted something with she was like meet. Oh, so, maybe so whatever the name was. Oh, she, she, she was got like, she pretty much made all the qualities of her daughter. How do you guys oh, feel yeah. about that? Like the whole like having to come out with your parents being celebrated I and then understand what the parents are trying to do and that supportive and I think that's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, who the fuck am I? I mean, you did. Oh, we're the co-host of the triangle. That's right. We matter. We matter. Mm-hmm. But it's like, who am I in their personal life? I think, um, to, in my opinion, is a little too maybe young. That's just me, because I know I've heard of a lot of cases to where, especially, I'm have she or he started hormone therapy yet? I don't. I don't know all of that yet. I just know that the come out just like all not all happened probably for them because I think they've been new it's just they're sharing more and more of it with all of us mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. just to to get y'all opinion because I, I have heard a lot of yeah. people say they feel like it's too soon for a transition but then there's people that are like eight or 12 and and they're saying that they know and feel that they're gay at that age so I almost feel like what's the difference but that's not my world or expertise so I'm like, what's the difference between someone okay. saying at 12 they're a girl and then at 12 saying I like boys? This, to me, for both of those things, oh. it's way too early for any of that shit. The I'm like, difference what? is because as a mom who so went through it with only, their kid, it, oh, okay. it's too early. She has gone through five phases now. I mean, I'm that's talking. my concern. So that's, that's my, my thing. That's like real talk, right? And I've supported every single part of it Wait because a minute, I. When you say too early, are you talking about a transition or someone saying they're gay? Or transition. Like, transition. 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 Because 
my kiddo and I already have permission from her to talk about it whenever it came up we've talked about this before we started the podcast that's why I'm talking about it but because she was like if it's going to help other people talk about it right Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get into like super personal or anything but she has gone through plenty of phases and she has gone through I'm bi to I'm a boy like seriously wearing wanting to order binding gear so that her chest would be like flat and stuff too and she had she was looking up hormone therapy online and stuff and that went for a while she cut her hair really really short wanted to wear boy clothes I bought them I let her go through all of those phases we're back to uh she's dating guys again okay she's dated girls too I have no issues with that not at all because I think part of growing up like we didn't get to do it as much as as the kids now because it's a little bit more lenient in all different directions but like having them being able to openly explore things and having the backup from your parents is really important. So I think what he's doing is great. I really do. I just think that like if if he I don't know the whole story either, but if he were to say, Oh, she's he's gonna or she's gonna start hormone therapy, I would say, uh, you That's might want to hit the brakes right. on that, right? Because I think his daughter is what, 14, 15, something like that? that age, really, like 13, some really shit like that. Like Twelve or thirteen. Right, twelve or thirteen. So even even more so. Like, I just, I don't, I don't think you can start something like that at all. Like, at that young. I, so I don't know. I heard a rumor about hormone therapy, and that's why I was like, whoa, hard no. Because I know the detriment that can be caused from that, just based on the fact, as CJ mentioned, you know, with her situation where CJ's kid, sometimes you're, you're a kid, you're indecisive. You don't know. Right necessarily you might feel feelings toward another person and you might get that mixed up with that friendship feeling mixed with the love interest feeling you really don't know so it's Mm -hmm. like you know you need to make sure that you cross all your t's and dot your i's you know exactly what's going on before you start something like hormone therapy because some of the effects of the hormone therapy are irreversible and that's my concern well so put yourself in a situation to where you know a person like me who's you know born male Mm-hmm. If I want to transition, now I've introduced all this extra estrogen, I'm more susceptible to possibly certain diseases. I'm more susceptible you are. to... You're absolutely right. You know, and, say, gyno in, you know, in your breast, and then if I decide I don't want to be a woman, now I have to deal with these teeth. But, right. you know what I mean? And so... Grown, some people might enjoy them, but at the same time, <laughs> that might not I mean, be there are like always people who would enjoy anything... <laughs> All types of stuff, you know what I'm saying? You're not interested in it. So it's like, I want to be a bodybuilder. It's not good. I think coming from this standpoint, that is going to be very different from CJ and D, given upbringing and given how free they have both been Mm -hmm. sexually in different ways. Right. I'm coming from a background where two parents who were very straight, I am very straight, um, ex-husband, very straight, um, and still, you know, having friends that, transition um mm-hmm. that are drag queens and all that stuff so i'm not one of these straight people that's like none of them can be around me right but just playing the other side of how some of the people are in the comments i'm never going to agree with people attacking other parents for how they choose to love and take care of their kid mm-hmm. i feel like at the end of the day what would matter to me is that you don't feel like you're wanting to kill yourself so if i need to start calling you this instead of that that part because it's going to help your psyche I'm all game. However, what does not seem to get talked about enough or at all is what are the parents going through? Now, we don't know Dwayne and them personally, but I could only imagine if my son decided I'm no longer Patrick, I'm Patricia. Mm-hmm. It's just a different ball game. It is to me still a loss. You lost one thing and now you're gaining That's something it. else. Yeah, I heard but, about it's, that but it's too. also like, I think it's because of the dynamics between parents and children people feel like parents should just be able to take whatever stages that their kids go through and not feel away because they're parents but that's not looking at people in a human way that's mm-hmm. putting parents on this unrealistic pedestal like we're just <laughs> gonna be immune I, I think parents are away. allowed to feel what oh, they thanks. feel right, I think sorry, you just have to be able to deal with it the way you deal with anything else that you don't want your kids to hear because one of the things for me was like never really actually having fights in front of my kids you know what I mean because my parents Mm -hmm. used to do that shit I breaking the cycle you know what I'm saying or like having to I don't know talk about bills in front of your children if you're like going paycheck to paycheck you just I I'm not one to do that because I don't want 
the children to feel some type of way. And I feel like that's part of being a parent because you chose to raise somebody that's your own and you're allowed to feel some type of way. Like if you feel like you lost something, like you're allowed to feel that you shouldn't have anybody negating that. But also I think that because when you have a younger psyche, when you're a kid, you are more easily influenced by other people's like actions and words yeah. more and than an adult too mm-hmm. um, but then some people in the comments got to going because then they're like well how far do you take it because some people are like well i can accept this but i can't go with my kid to get manny and petties okay don't go maybe send somebody else i'm mm-hmm. never gonna make it like well now that your son's a girl you have to go to the hair salon and you have to get to that stage when you get there if you right there. but as long but as long as you can still unconditionally love your child, I'm all game for how everything else is laid out because that's my main thing that kind of scares me about situations that have to do with either someone saying I'm gay or they're transitioning, anything huge sexually, or even if they, you know, turn up pregnant earlier than what you thought they were going to, mm-hmm. whatever may happen. Just that disownership that can happen. Um, or you'll hear these stories about kids that run away or the cutting starts or whatever, all because of right. how their parents came at them about something. That's scary. To That's me. what I mean but by I- a young psyche that gets hurt easier than adults. That's why you have to tread differently than, you know, even if you were feeling some type of way, you can't just like nearly really tell your child that obviously. Yes. And then, you know what, even playing the game with the psyche as adults, uh, your age chronologically means nothing emotionally or uh, spiritually, we know a lot of adults that are still just <laughs> yeah, alive for real. that have not dealt with their childhood trauma mm-hmm. that easily project whatever mm-hmm. the fuck they're going through onto their kids. So essentially, you have two kids that oh, don't yeah. know what the fuck for they're sure. doing for sure. in the middle of something that's huge. But I feel like at the age of 12, 13, 14, and this is just me, whether you're saying you're gay, whether you're saying you're a boy or a girl, or if you're like straight and you're like, hey, I want a boyfriend, to me, it's too early for all the shit to me and maybe it's because i was a late late bloomer so that's what it is because when you don't lose your virginity so you're like 18 19 i've always thought it was too early for all this oh no it it ain't because you're a late bloomer i was a late bloomer i just got active real fast after that (laughs) (laughs) i took off running i just took off running i I, I was definitely (laughs) there with you I was definitely there with you. I think it just became a whole different scenario for me because of who I was surrounded with versus who you had around you. Yeah, I think I was already. And then I also think it has something to do with how people view sex. If anything spiritually comes into play with that, Mm -hmm. there's levels to why some people are more active or more into shit than others. But I just just like from like the part where I feel like where most people's mindsets are. I don't feel this way, but I think I understand where most people are coming from in Dwayne Wade's comments and stuff because most people are thinking from that aspect of coming from a straight parenthood or our household and they're straight themselves and they're looking at this like he did something wrong like the dad failed because like we were talking about on our little break they're not coming at Gabrielle mm-hmm. crazy and I have not seen the abuse towards the child but they are dragging it's it's that whole like it's the culture too because i now that i'm thinking about i don't remember it being this intense when rosie o'donnell's daughter transitioned into becoming a man and right but so like it's the it's part of our culture right because as as a black society brown society there's less acceptance to begin with and Mm -hmm. so on top of that you got you know the whole brand what brandy's saying about the spiritual stuff that most people believe in and all of that too it makes it a lot harder but i really do hope that his his daughter like goes through the phases that she needs to if she comes back to it and she is strong in it then she can stay with it i just really hate Mm -hmm. that now i remember wanting to be a therapist for the lgbtq community and i couldn't anymore because they changed the rules along the way because now there is no two-year waiting period for you to start hormone therapy there was when i was studying that's not cool that's That's not not okay with me i don't i cannot condone it which is why i had to go the other direction i can't get behind like doctors being okay with that. that's what you wanted to do for you like, remember your and we yes. can see you there was a school in new day. york that was going to open for lgbtq kids yes. and i wanted to do that because i had so many friends that were lgbtq and like 
that was my thing. Like I, to the point, my mom thought I was being influenced, quote unquote, by that. Like it was so funny. But you know what I'm saying? Like, but <laughs> not the influence. But I think that's where some other people come in. Not to think about this in an extreme way, because I don't. But just to play an extremist, I think that's where some people get into that like gateway of okay, well, where is the line drawn? Because I think some people act like certain things are going to. It's not funny, but it is. I think some people think it's going to like seep into their home. Oh, I know. I know my mom. I just talked to my mom about that shit because all the people I'm inviting to the wedding, and I was like, mom, like you know, these things from Oki that I'm inviting. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Chris is married now to his husband. He has a Japanese man, blah, blah, blah. And like all of this. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, remember when you thought I was going to just straight in, turn into a lesbian because I had gay friends? Like, remember that shit? She they was like, well, you were in high school and you were a kid. And that's how parents feel, right? Right. That's what, it is. that's what she was feeling like, which was crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not, you know, coronavirus. It's oh, not my God. You know what I mean? Like, no. it's not, it's no. not what people it's are sadio. thinking it is. And even it's if people sadio. did some research, and I have not done all this LGBTQ stuff research, but one thing that I found to be similar mm-hmm. for a lot of my friends is there's been some type of trauma oh, um, yeah. either around the time or beforehand, which I don't feel like psychologically is a coincidence. Because if I'm going through something crazy and I was molested by several uncles in the family or something and I decide, hey, I want all this covered up all the time. I want these breasts binded. Well, that's I a could percentage. See why that so would, those I could are see the why people. that would trigger some people. And I'm only speaking for my small little people. I know there's a lot and there's a lot of statistics and things. But saying all that to say, even with the hormonal treatment and then going from, well, now there's a weight. Well, no, there's not. I'm like, it gets scary to me because I'm like, all right, where's the line? Where's the line with anything? Because before you know it, like other shit starts happening. Oh, of because course. People are just letting the floodgates open. So it's like, all right, like how? And then it's weird because it's like, how do you manage something like this? You, you can't. know what I mean? Like, you kind of got to let manageable. people live their lives, but at the same time, keep them safe. That's where you got to be at. You and got- it's not safe when you're changing parameters right. on fucking, uh, like, that the, part. the amount of time someone should do. Uh, hormonal treatment that bothers me that scares me because I'm never going to be the person that's all willy-nilly open to everything and okay with everything Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I should be shamed for it and I'm not going to shame I think think borders are necessary well I say it from that standpoint because a lot of people do feel like there's like this straight shaming now where you can't say there is you can't say I'm not with that gay because like straight people now are the white people of all this gay stuff. Let me tell you something that I heard from one of my girls, okay? She works at a predominantly LGBTQ place. It's, it's, it's a restaurant. And because of that, a lot of people there go by the pronoun they, them, okay? She's okay. straight. She is straight, cis, completely. They call her they, them. And she was like, well, I, I'm she, her, like I'm straight. They were like, but it's just easy for us to call you they, them. So now no, they're doing the opposite. Right. I have a problem. So that part is the issue that coming people are coming across now. What? LGBT. Mm-hmm. I don't like that shit. It's right. Like, so like, okay, you want to be treated accordingly, you treat other people. Right. Like I'm even respecting what somebody wants cool. to be, but what I'm not going to do is be shamed because I just only want dick. Like, that's if you want cool. me to call that you part. Sarah instead of Sam, I can do that, but you're right. not going to make me feel bad for not only not being okay with it, or even when we were all talking with uh, Damien up here. Mm-hmm. I can accept and be fine with possibly almost anything my son would do, but still be disappointed because in my head, I've already created a life for you. And that's like what parents fucking do. So if he was like, oh, I like boys, I'm not going to disown him. I'm like, fuck, I really expected a girl just like me to come home. You know what I mean? And it's just because you've created this life for your kid. Well, because we're only human too. Right, but there are right. some people, even me saying that, would feel a way like, damn, you'd be disappointed. I am i don't get allowed I mean, to be That's the thing, right? We've that's gone from crazy. this place cool, in society cool. where we can't even feel our own feelings without checking somebody. Checking with somebody else. That's some bullshit. <laughs> I've even, even said that about some racist people because I'm like, you know what? I can at least somewhat respect about Donald Trump. That nigga is the same belligerent, crazy that's ass person. My, <laughs> I say that shit in motherfuckers. Across been, the board. Yes, across the board. Listen, listen, what is it? Listen, what is it what our grandparents used to say? We ain't worried about the ones wearing the white clothes. It's the ones who's hiding in the plain sight. That, that's who we worried about. Hey. I ain't worried about what they call them. They call them the, the crack ass. Diet racist? <laughs> no, it's the diet racist people that we're worried about. 
They're the ones we're holding a lot of people down. I'm not down. worried about the 100% no GMO races. Them, them <laughs> pure ones. No, I'm going to make you a vegan. The vegan races, we're not worried about the vegans. We're worried right. about the ones that sneak and eat burgers in the closet. Exactly. That's what we're worried exactly. about. Exactly. Anyway, anyway getting back on topic. Since we're talking about basketball players, um, y'all heard that LeBron James wants to buy and own an NBA franchise and possibly an NFL team also. Y'all heard He's about that? He's been talking about that for years. You know, I've heard about it because being here in Cleveland, do you hear see... everything about it first. <laughs> Here's my so conspiracy theory. Ever since, ever since he's been here, he's always talked He's about talked it. about it, but do you think uh, this came into light and prepared forward because there was some kind of sacrificial thing that happened with the Kobe thing? I'm just saying. Uh, of course. Motherfuckers already said I was crazy. Fuck it. It's the triangle. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, it makes sense to me. It it correlates to every goddamn thing else is what I'm saying. And there's always somebody who conveniently dies when somebody remember when I said that I'm I was trying to see if his wife or somebody around him was gonna start a business or something that's gonna go big and now all of a sudden everybody's talking about him buying teams and shit. Well what's interesting is now the way that they're doing it, because again, I've been here in Cleveland like six years, seven years now. My mom's here longer than that. Mm -hmm. But he's been talking about this. So this has been like new news but what's interesting about it is that it's pushed back in to the spotlight because now it's as if you're ready to sign that's what i'm saying like so that's what makes that kind of like uh is that weird but also well it's not like weird because you know we believe in well we believe in all that but what makes this also interesting is not everybody that they put in line to be the next whatever always follows the rules that the elite want them to follow that part you know who they had as uh Whitney Houston's successor, Jennifer Hudson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that's not going not playing ball. She not, she's she, not. That's why she's not out on the on the mainstream like they she's thought not. they were going and to And when have you're her. not playing ball like that, it's kind of like, yeah, you sacrificed what you had. You got your Oscar. All that lined up for you. You were supposed to do more stuff after that. Yeah. And, it, and it got shut down. But she was supposed to be Whitney's successor. So there's these moments that happen. I forget who was supposed to be Prince's. Um, and the same thing with Michael. Mm-hmm. But if you're not wanting to play the game they want you to play, you're going to be stuck where you're at, or you're going to go crazy and be gone too. Same thing with Cat Williams. Everybody was talking about Cat Williams was crazy. He was Yo. not crazy. He saw that shit Yo. for what it really was. Even Martin Lawrence, y'all. Like, mm. And Dave Chappelle too. He had to Isn't go all the way to Africa. Escape to Africa, have heart attacks or strokes. Or... It's always weird shit like that. It's always a heart attack. Uh, somebody or talks yeah. or, or aneurysm, stroke, something with the brain mm-hmm. or the heart. Like for instance, I watched a weird series of documentaries about. Do you remember Shot at Love on MTV? Mm-hmm. Yes, with Tila Tequila. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know yeah. How she had that strange, random. And I want you both and whoever's listening and watching. <laughs> Google Tila Tequila and what the fuck she's doing now, and just listen to what the fuck she's saying. Oh yeah, she's on some other shit now. Creepy. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? She is now she, broken she, officially. So before, when she first started making videos and everybody said she was crazy, she called a lot of shit. So a lot of these people that were just up and coming artists that you had maybe one or two songs on the radio uh-huh. are now huge in the industry and they're not even in their genres that they started it right and and to know this is like and she she knew she was ahead of the game she knew what the fuck was up she was the part of that whole game but she said this shit is fucked up and she stepped away and that's why she's not on and that's why she she explained that's why she has that whole that whole aneurysm that she had because MTV was pushing her like hard hard I had never seen nothing like that from somebody that wasn't someone we've already followed or was up like they put the fact that she even she had, came out of nowhere mm-hmm. nowhere and they pushed her heart i still remember her single that was on myspace the video oh my God. i'm trying to fuck your man that one yeah. everybody knows she my number one, number one fan. Fan. I she had another one called like i love you and it was like you better go down when you get with me and i was just like yeah <laughs> It was awful. No, no, no. It was awful. The video was bomb. I was just happy to see somebody that 
looked Asian and they're, you know, getting some type of play. Cause at that point I'm like, damn, everybody's white. <laughs> so I was just happy to see somebody else out there. But it was, it was just like weird. They, it was just weird for me. They played her the same way because how they built her was just how you see them girls on Rock of Love or some shit. Like yeah. she literally, the tattoo, the huge fake tits, the yeah. extensions, <laughs> like literally they all look the same. It, was, it was just so terrible it because you just, I, I don't know how to feel about Tila Tequila. Like, as as a fellow Asian, I don't, mm. Yeah, she's, she seems a little off now, but before she went there, I remember listening to some podcast she was on or either she runs, and she was on the same shit that we was on, to which I was like, this girl is either going to get blackballed or killed because you can't talk about this shit. We well, that's the, the part, that part right there. Like, why all these celebrities, if they do say something like, quote unquote what people other people normal people or the mass media deems as crazy then they all of a sudden disappear or they try to you know what i'm saying if they talk out of context basically and they're like oh but i think this is happening right now instead of what's really happening on tv then they all just fucking disappear like they get no play or everybody paints them to be crazy and they just have to yeah. fall off the face of the earth. And then they're so used to that formula working. I mean, even how they did Marilyn Monroe like that, the person that bought her house that she died in mm-hmm. literally had to debug the place and the pictures from them taking out microphones. Whoa, and oh, honey, yeah. they debugged that place. And just seeing the pictures, I was like, oh my God. Even seeing, because I didn't mean to like look at this picture because I don't do like, I don't want to look at pictures of dead bodies on the scene. I almost feel like that's disrespectful to the spirit essence i don't i don't do a lot right of that. right right i get it but i i did see it on a pinterest kind of like board and even how her body was set up i was like this does not seem right with how they wrote out how mm-hmm. somebody like this would die so it's saying all that to say if they could do it with her and i'm sure centuries before that setting up people right it's really easy nowadays to call somebody crazy especially when they're blackballed from the industry because it's easy to say oh you're just mad because you can no longer go to these shows mm-hmm. or you're washed up or it's, it's all a jealousy play. It's not like they could be telling the truth. Because think about how hard people go on us. I think I tagged you on this one post where this guy, he was black, and he was just like, all right, I'll like play ball with you dumb motherfuckers. Like, give me like one or two reasons why they would anybody would want to sacrifice Kobe Oda because he just wasn't believing it. And right. I was just proud. I was proud to see the comments because it was hundreds of comments. Oh, wow. And I was like, we are not alone. There were That's people like, that were I think like, people Whoa. are starting to get hip to what's going on as Bojack, baby. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's what I'm saying. Like, is it is it so far fetched that these things are happening? Like, I would like to know how fast he acquires the team and the franchise. Like in the next month, next two months. I would be I'd be surprised if it well quick to me with something like that, with the way they do it. Maybe six to eight months. Within the next year or two would make sense. Okay, yeah, that's pretty quick. Something that's fast in the time and what we large too. That's fast. I got you. If you're gonna do if you're gonna do that shit local too, you gotta think about it. He would have to have the plan, because I've always said he's gonna do this shit when he's close to retirement. And as great as he's playing, he's he doesn't have another ten years to play, right? No. I think I think what he's going to do is he's going to retire probably after the first year or two of playing with his son. Because mm-hmm. his son's getting to that age where he's easily going to be drafted into league. Ain't nobody going to tell LeBron yeah. you can play. He's going to play a year or two with his son on the same team or some shit like that. He's going to come back here where he has that school open and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to buy a share or buy the team or do whatever. And I can easily that's see tough. that happening within the next, like, even two or three years. And that's a see that. short amount of time but, to get a lot of shit done. Do you, I agree. So do you remember fan pick? Damien, right? What, yeah. what, what? Say that again? Fan pick with Damien? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Think. So, similar situation, I'm not sure if he talked about it while recording, so I'm just gonna yeah. kind of, you know, yeah. tiptoe around this. When he talked about a certain individual that had just had to go at a certain age based on a deal yes. that they made earlier in life. Was that recorded? Uh, yeah. I think so. We talked yeah, about that, that on, on air. Yeah. So, do you think it may, may be a similar situation? Say it like, could be. And he what if do you think you're able to just give your legacy to someone if that's the case? You if you're like, you know could. what? If anybody has to take this over, I want it to be you. You think it's possible? You know what? Here's things? here's where I will agree with you on that. Yeah. Because for the longest for the longest time, nobody that was of 
the respect and clout in that kind of goat, because I know she hates that word, yeah. in that goat-like level for basketball was fucking with LeBron like that. Right. Like, they would give him accolades every once in a while, but people could not wait to be like, well, he ain't reached this level yet. He didn't pass these wow. numbers. Yeah. He didn't do this. Kobe the was last, the only one that fucked with him. In the last year, the support from Kobe was crazy, even right. a couple of days before Kobe died. Right there at on the basketball. Like, he knew it was coming. Supporting. Like, heavy. so what you just said, D, I would not say it's far-fetched given all the shit I believe in. And and if I was Kobe, it's like, you know what, if I know this is coming, but I don't know how, or it's, don't almost know like, when it's almost necessary. like putting it in your will. It's almost like yeah. saying, here, yeah. you do this, because I know you would do it right. Right. That's how That's I what thought. I, yeah, I agree with that. I agree. Speaking of conspiracy theories, last topic, and we got to get off. You got like, we got like thir- three minutes. Everybody, um, I feel like I do this every week, but the update on the coronavirus, now they're saying that, um, I think the Daily UK Mail just said that uh, there's a possibility or there might be some evidence that the virus originated in the laboratory. Like we've been saying for the last six weeks. I hate how shit comes out after the fact. Well, I don't know if you saw my post today. The truth always goes through three stages. It goes through ridicule, denial, and then acceptance because it becomes Mm -hmm. self-evident. So like now they're saying um, the animal that they were testing in the laboratory somehow spread it to people already and then it spread from people to people so the lab test and where and have we seen this over and over again like i said those motherfuckers fucking movie what and movie no, was that where it was like the time. monkey what movie was 23 that? days Hunger? later that's what it was. oh yeah 23 <laughs> days later the monkey lost his motherfucking mind and gouged people's eyes and everything and next thing you know the way that virus spread through the city because the second one was really scary but right. the way it spread through the city, they took over not just that small town, because I think they were in London or some shit, because I remember everybody had accents, um, London accents, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, shit, I'm trying to think, like, they took they took Paris at the end, it just, it just literally, like, spread that fast over Europe. Like, I, just, that- I just think it's interesting that, ugh, like, we, like, I'm talking, like, my post was about, um, did we talk about Nostradamus? We didn't really talk about that. We talked about him after the, on the after last the, episode. Yeah, we did. Okay, so I was saying that nobody is really checking for him anymore and things like that. And I just feel like there's a lot of... They still do specials on him, but they do it on the channels where people think you're crazy. Well, like the here's the thing, like but nobody's... Not even those people are talking about it right now. Like, all my conspiracy YouTube people are not Because if it makes too much fucking it. sense, is that, is that what you're saying? Like people, if That's what I'm saying. People, they're like, oh, d- deny. So I ain't, right now I'm weeding out all the YouTube channels that are supposed to be woke that aren't talking about it. Like, mm. you see what I'm saying? Because I always feel like there's double agents, so to speak, in that realm too. Because I think there are people who have been put there for crazy, really crazy people to follow along. Also, it's like the flat earthers. Okay, there yeah. are people who or think like that earthers. one guy. What's his name? Alex something. Alex Jones. Yeah, like he is a planted opposition is what we call it in our little theorist world like he's a planted opposition because sometimes he'll say the right thing and when he did say the right thing his youtube channel got shut down and then he couldn't have a platform anymore for the longest oh, time now i will say this since i know we only have three minutes and yes. i know cj can go <laughs> cj can go forever so forever uh, yeah i'd rather say she goes deep and hard because that because ever since d oh. said you strap in or strap up i can't <laughs> I can't unsee She's it. Pegging the fuck out of her dick. I can't unsee it. I, I feel like it. Hey, we don't call you Peggy. No, hey, Peggy. Peggy. No, that's my mother-in-law's name. No, no. Peggy. No, hey that's... guys, welcome to the triangle. <laughs> but what I'm gonna say is, I I hope anything we talk about like this does not make you so fearful where you're freaking out or, oh, that part. You, go, or you go down a rabbit hole where you're, all you're yes. doing is looking at this shit for eight hours because trust Don't. me it won't get better it, it'll open your mind up to more shit and you'll freak out we want you to live your life if you don't take yes. shit else from this, please appreciate every day you get to wake up yes. and, and live your life the way you want to live it because cj will scare you and no! she will, you follow her pages she'll she'll have like jane austen novel Link, uh, <laughs> Look, the first All time right. I scrolled down some shit of CJ's, I was fucking devastated. Listen, I was shook. Listen, listen shook um, and then, and then I was CJ's like, God, like, CJ's so used to her own so shit. Cool. She's just like, 
You guys didn't like it? You didn't you didn't tag it? Did you see it? She worse than Nick Hungry. Had your whole life fucked up. Like what? Oh no, nothing's seriously. wrong with the information, but don't be so don't fearful. freak out. Here's my thing. Like I, I like to pass off information and I want people to know that's listening or watching or whatever. If if you do go listen to all this stuff and the conspiracy theorists or critical thinkers or whatever you want to call it, just know that you need to be logical. You need to stay calm. And then if you feel like something's going to happen, be prepared. There's no reason to panic. It's just information because lack of information is when people get killed, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? And, and if, having and information panic, available is important. Slice your fucking face off and bury your body up underneath like government buildings. You yeah, I'll be here and say, no, nah, you, you got too much information. <laughs> <laughs> no, just don't panic. Well, no, and nah. also I just I want people to think about who they talk to about it too. You know what I'm saying? I have been. I've only recently. <laughs> oh God! I've only recently started <laughs> posting about anything on my personal theory page because I've been out of out of play i uh, stop scratching at the screen you guys these damn tigers and their damnness <laughs> but you know like i just want to be aware because everything they're even they're even saying that you know certain things are happening overseas that we're not seeing um arena shout out to reina she uh <laughs> what? she tagged me in a post <laughs> oh brandy come back <laughs> Why are you guys laughing so hard? Do you know why? We'll Do you know why? No, she tagged me. She tagged me in a YouTube video on Facebook that was made by this uh, Chinese woman in Wuhan, and she was screaming and yelling about how the government is telling lies and shit. And she was like, "I'm just gonna put my." She was like, "I'm gonna put my life on the line to save my family and my friends and my children and whatever." She was like, "The, the stuff that they're posting on." like mass media is not true she's like whatever you think is happening it's worse 100 times worse she was like all of this shit that's like in the news is all a lie she was like they're not even telling you what's happening and i've seen videos where people are being thrown into the back of trucks i've seen people being dragged out of um homes and like i don't know just different buildings and shit i don't know exactly what went down but you can watch this on youtube that if it hasn't been censored and taken down so all i'm saying is there's no need to panic. If you want to get prepared, just do your usual thing. Wash your hands. Fucking have Germex on Sanitize. hand if you're going out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just normal Life's hygiene. Normal. Take care of yourself. Yeah, just mm. take care of yourself. There's no yeah. need to, like, freak out. But the people out. that are used to, like, this is going to sound mean, but if you're used to kind of being in that that sheeple slumber, this oh, is yeah. alarming. It can be scary. It's, it's too easy. It's too easy to say, you know, don't freak out. Especially well, if this is, like, their first you know kind of you know what happened today in hong kong you know what happened today in hong kong somebody uh made a hoax news that the toilet paper was gonna run out and because everything has been scarce during the coronavirus people went out in droves and their their shelves are empty there are no toilet papers to be found there's no masks in japan there's no masks in any of the asian countries there's no masks in stores here because people went out and masks i heard masks were short here Home, yeah, they are because my home local Home Depot, I think home I said Depot? it, they and have that, like 10 per person. I feel like like fear of shit is gonna spread faster than the truth. And another reason why, another reason I'd watch that, because we talk about a lot of the tangible shit that we feel like the government and all yep. the elites are doing, but I definitely always think they operate from a sinister spiritual side. And that fear is energy that can be harnessed for some yep. other and shit. And that's why you gotta stay calm. I, I don't like that. I'm not think trying about, to scare think about nobody. What you can do. Think about what you can do having millions, billions of people and that energy of just fear. Well, that's, that's the thing, right? And then now that they're saying the infection spreads differently three different ways, there's a possibility that if they don't find something to stop it, there's uh, 40 to 70% of the world will be infected. Not saying y'all are going to die. That's the thing. Like, nobody is talking about how people are recovering from it and who's affected worse. No, no. Like, you, know you, know you know what I'm starting to think they want us to do? Because what normally happens, like, I, we just talked about this like weeks ago when we first started doing this. I've always said in all of the zombie shit I watch, mm-hmm. it teaches the same lesson every time. The zombies aren't the monsters. People are. And, right. and most of the time, they have to watch out when they run into other survivors. Oh, yeah. Because their survivors are fanatical. You can't even sneeze. And they're like, you got that it. Part. And they're ready to kill you. They're ready to um, put you off somewhere, not share their supplies. So I'm kind of thinking y'all want us to do your dirty work for you because 
what better way to depopulate someplace than have the people turn on each other? We'll do it quick. That part. We'll For each other. That part. We'll do it quick. We'll save ourselves faster than we will somebody else. We will gladly build another wall and be like, all I'm right, done. we're blocking all y'all off and y'all stay over there and let's let's start cutting off supplies. We're no longer selling or trading with this place over here. Well, we're they're no already starting right now, so you know, we'll, we'll saying, see how it goes. It's literally setting us up to do their dirty work. It I is. truly believe that shit. Yes. Well, we can talk about that all day. Well, we will. But uh, we'll come back to this again. I'm sure there'll be some other developments next week by the time we get to the I'm news. Sure. Again. So um, on that note, we're going to wrap this up. Make sure wrap you subscribe to your favorite wrap podcast platform. If it's on YouTube, stop yelling over me. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god if you're watching us on youtube make sure you uh that like button, comment on our video hit that notification bell so you get our episodes every week we do one for news angle at 9 a.m on mondays yeah our regular triangle episode is on thursday oh my god i have to yell over these boogers you know you like thursdays at 12 noon both are central um you see how i have to try to get this together i can't stand it <laughs> cannot uh, anyway on that note stay blessed be logical don't be scared don't panic don't be we'll talk to y'all later. don't say the n-word fuck y'all oh yeah don't say the n-word <laughs> i love you bye guys